Welcome to The Nudge. We take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I'm your host, Mark Papers, senior engineer at MPE, mobile production engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started. We got you with the sauce, podcast mixing, music mixing and mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. Today, we're going to be looking at compression an introduction to the processor, how it works, and what you need to know about them, plus much more. Stay tuned. This is The Nudge. So one of the most misused and overused tool in mixing is the compressor. This is concerning since all modern music needs to use compression properly. This is why you need to be really good at using your compressor when you're mixing your music. I can even argue that most modern pop and rap music has a compressed lead vocal sitting right in front of the mix. So uh, this is pretty much trained the listener to become familiar with that sound of that compressed vocal. And to have a good mix, you need to be really good at using it. You know, it's going to be part of your chain um, that you're always going to be, you know, using, you know, to, to get your mix to sound well. So you, know, you got to have to be really familiar with that. You know, some of the reasons why you would use a compressor is because they can make sounds louder. Uh, they also make sounds bigger. Um, they can sound punchier, richer, and more powerful. You know, so you're, you're really, you know, adding to that sound when you use that compressor. Uh, when they were first introduced, they were used per channel on an every analog console. So uh, now that we have it in digital systems, you know, we use it more, more often, it's more prevalent. Uh, it become from first it started off as transparent. Now it's more evident compression, you know. So now we use straight up heavy compression when we smash vocals for different effects, you know, uh, parallel compression, different ways you can use it. So uh, I want you to ask yourself these questions when you apply it. Uh, do you have control of the vocals? Uh, do they sound like the drums need to be, you know, squeezed or mashed together? You know, does it sound like it's in front of the song or it's pushed back? You know, those are some of the reasons why you would want to use your compressor. So um, I want to get started on a few different ways on, you know, what what it does or, you know, what, what you're actually looking at. So some of the most common ways of to use compression is to add punch, to emphasize the transients, to make something, you know, just... Hit harder, you know, you'll put it on a kick or a snare and it'll, you know, just try to snap. Um, or to use to reduce dynamic range or to even something out, thicken or control. So that's when we use it on vocals, on leads, samples, things like that. They kind of just make sure that they don't go out of control. They stay in the same range of the song. So when the person is listening to the song, you know, it just sounds like one nice, you know, waveform, you know. So that's why we use compression. Compression works by reducing volume. How much volume being reduced is called the gain reduction meter. So it might be called the GR on the compressor that you're using. So that's how you're that's how you're looking at how much gain is actually being reduced. So you know, just thinking compression is something being really loud. Once it gets to a certain point, your compression pulls it down, makes it a little bit lower, a little bit more quieter, you know, so that way it doesn't, you know, go too far, far, sorry. Um, in addition to those functions, um, you need to be familiar with a few. So I want to just go over, this is kind of how you want to look at your compressor, right? 
So the first thing is the threshold. The level where the compressor starts reducing volume. So the threshold is how much of that sample, of that sound rather, is going to be looked at to be compressed. So that's, that's, how, that's what the threshold does. The ratio is the strength of the volume reduction. So light compression is anywhere between 1.1 to 4.1. Medium compression is anywhere between 4.1 to 8.1. And high compression is any, one, any ratio between 8.1 to 20.1. Obviously, every compressor, compressor is different. On some, this is already set for you. You can't change the ratio on some on others you can dial in a little bit more but you know those ranges tell you how much compression on average that you're using okay uh, the next uh, knob I would say on the compressor that you want to look at is the attack so that's how long the compressor waits to reduce the volume right so attacks at fast speeds um, push down peaks and attacks at slow speeds push down tails. And you have to look at attack speeds that are always measured in MS, which is milliseconds. All right. So, again, just like the ranges for the ratio, attacks have ranges as well. So, fast attack speeds are zero milliseconds to one millisecond, medium attack speeds are 15 milliseconds to 50 milliseconds. And slow attack speeds are 50 milliseconds to 200 milliseconds. So uh, you have different ranges. And again, that's the average of, you know, this, this attack speed type that you're using. So um, play with those ranges. And again, you'll find the right, you know, amount for the song that you're doing. And then the last um, knob or step you want to look at on your compressor would be the release. So just like the attack um, looks at how fast... It starts to compress. The release is how long it's gonna take before it lets it lets it go. Um, so that's the speed of how long you want it to do that. So a fast release allows audio to recover quickly, and a slow release makes audio recover slowly. So again, you're holding it or you're just letting it go quicker. On ten on f vocals, we tend to use faster release because of the range, the dynamic. You want to just let it go quicker but again every track is different you want to kind of just mess with that so again just like the last um few i'll give you this this the ranges fast release speeds are zero ms to 15 milliseconds uh medium release speeds are 15 milliseconds to 50 milliseconds 50 excuse me and slow release speeds are 50 milliseconds to 200 milliseconds so uh, that's what you want to look out for on when it comes to the release. Um, another function, which is not always prevalent, again, it depends on what you're actually compressing, um, if, whether it's a, a track or it's a, it's a master or a bus channel, but that would be the knee. So the knee is probably the knob that you're um, not going to use often, but again, depends on the application, this may be very important. What the knee does is smooths out the transients from compression being applied to full compression um, to no compression. So it pretty much it's, it's when it first starts compression, compressing the signal. That's the knee. So if it starts right away, it would give you a harder signal. If it starts a little slower, then that signal would be shaped a little rounder. So again, if it's 
for example, if it's a kick or a drum, you would want that compression to happen right away because that's when the signal first starts. On a vocal, you may want that curve to be a little bit rounder. Um, that way it's not going to take out that first word when you first start speaking you know that's if if you look at your your vocal recording and you know you can't hear the first few words your compressor's knees probably a little too high you probably want to duck that back and that way it would smooth it off so soft knees are often applied on vocals and hard knees can make compression sound a lot more intense so overall the knobs and switches on your compressor compressor will always have the same few key points to adjust that I just went over. You can start with a preset in your DAW. Um, the best thing to do actually with the start be to adjust in the threshold, the ratio, the attack, release, and knee after you find a preset that works for you and you can kind of tweak that around for the vocal um, or the sample that you're trying to work on. In the next section, I'm going to teach you about the different types of compressors. But first, a word from our sponsor. This ad is brought to you by the Max Michaels Artist Development Program. If you're an up-and-coming artist who wants to learn how to make $4,000 a month as an unsigned artist, email your name in one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. They'll give you a complimentary feedback on one song and solutions to start making money with your music. Max Michaels Artist Development Program gives you the tools and education to make money and gain real supporters with your music. They set plans, budgets, target goals, reaching your target audience, and defining the differences between reaching your audience and engaging with your audience. Email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. Let's get back into it. So the quote of the day is brought to you from Aretha Franklin. It says, be your own artist and always be confident in what you're doing. If you're not going to be confident, you might as well not be doing it. That's the quote of the day brought to you by a great artist. Uh, one must pay attention to musical dynamics when compressing. I agree with that. Um, people often underestimate how hard compressors are to master. Uh, some engineers may think that they can put a compressor on some drums and make a punch, or they can put it on vocals and it'll just, you know, automatically just make it sound good. You know, it has to be set correctly in order for that to happen. So in order for you to obtain really good results from your compressor, you got to understand how it works. So in the next few chapters, you're going to be, you know, really dope at using a compressor. You know, if you follow along in the next you know, a few episodes, I, I promise you that. Keep in mind and try to generalize what you want from your compressor. No two are alike, and they can color the sound pretty much in different ways. Logic offers seven stock compressors that resemble famous copies. Uh, they all sound different due to coloration. Um, Pro Tools has a really good stock compressor. You know, I, I use that um, often as well. You know, when I'm using Pro Tools, uh, there's a lot of you know your your DAW is always the first place to check when it comes to any type of uh, you know just normal setting. And then we get into the you know the the, the better ones in the in the different chapters. You know, I don't, I don't like to use the word better, but you know, just different plugins because they do different things. But uh, you need to get familiar with those. Not to oversimplify it, but there's different, a few different types of compressors that I want you to be familiar with and how they work 
um, before we get into the types and in, in brands, right? So FET compressors uh, use field effect transistors to compress the signal, right? So every compressor uh, works differently on how they make that sound lower, okay? Uh, so the benefit to using these compressors um, because they have a very fast attack time. So this is also the first compressor ever to introduce the ratio. So I guess before that, they didn't have uh, ratios on compressors. Uh, these are really good. I use a FET compressor uh, on my vocal chain. I know, um, you know, another engineer that I work with, he also uses that, you know, um, you know, a different type. But we use FET compressors because they're really quick and they can kind of, you know, capture vocals and make sure that they don't clip. Uh, so that's why you probably would use a FET one, right? VCA compressors are solid state versions of compressors comps right so they're very precise and detailed compression like so most modern compressors are going to use some sort of vca tech uh that type of compression is, is just going to be you know it's going to sound really clean um when you use that type of compressor now another compressor this one is cool uh, it's an opto compressor it's called and it uses photo transistors right so this type of material, it affects the amount of gain. So even though it's using light, it really has really slow attacks and release times compared to all other compressors. So, so since this type of compressor is not as precise, it gives the sound a different character, like a different sound. Like it's, it's drawing off on purpose. So this is the type of compressor you would use um, for a different type of uh, sound. It's really noticeable, and again, um, in later chap chapters, we'll get into some of the famous opto compressors. I'll show you what those are. Digital compressors, um, and I'm just, you know, again, giving you some of the main ones you're going to run into as an engineer, a modern engineer. Um, there are ones, you know, from the start of analog days, but, you know, these are ones you're going to probably run into. So digital compressors are just as precise as you can get. Um, it's, you know, very, very clean, you know, very exact on how much it compresses. So digital compressors are very precise. Um, there's really no emphasis on attack and release times. Uh, they can offer sometimes perfect ratio and perfect attack and release curves, again, because they're just following along uh, with the dynamics of the music. It's a digital compressor. Um, this type of compressor you probably would throw on a bus chain. Um, but again, we'll go into those later in the uh, further episodes. So try to start with the stock compressor in your DAW, uh, make small changes and learn what it sounds like, and then just go from there. So in this last section, I just want to show you a quick example of how compression can change the sound of a vocal, um, how it can make it sit on a track a lot better. And, you know, you can just hear the sound and the tone of it. So Let's just get into um, this vocal take with no effects. Uh, we're gonna let that run and just hear what that sounds like. So let's get into it. Yeah, outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. Great, now we're gonna hear this next take, uh, the same one, but with the compressed signal on there. I'm using the stock 
compressor from Logic.